Welcome back to another episode of Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy Into the Night, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Doug Greenberg from Rocky Minute. You can introduce yourself to And I'm Jason from Rocky Minute. Jason Haynes, that is. Today, Today, we're here to go through Minute 38 of Into the Night, which starts with a classic cool guy move. Move you up and take you <laughs> Every time. into the night. <laughs> Uh, and it ends with excuse me. Oh, oh. Excuse me. So this part actually made me laugh when I watched the movie. These fake prop type thi- are funny, the three of them. I mean, I, yeah. I've only watched it. This is only the third minute of the movie I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the rest of it is funny, but these three things are pretty funny. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I, I legitimately, like the first one is funny as it is. Right. This one I really laughed at. And the next one that we'll get to towards the end is like the, you know, the also funny. Yeah. Um, but not as fun. Th- this one. This is the funniest of the three. <laughs> breaking through the wall. Through the wall because he's trying to do the old, you know, be cool. This is what I referred to before when I said like is, yesterday when I said, is he the like the lovable loser, you know, kind of nerdy, awkward guy? Mm-hmm. And this plays it very well because he sees the gr- pretty girls and he's like, tries that cool cross of the arm, puts the one leg over the other leg. Yeah. Leads him against the wall and then falls through. This, this is pretty hysterical. He falls through the wall. Because it's a fake wall, right? I mean, I guess you would make a, a prop, make a prop wall that could break away. If the movie involves a breaking of a brick wall, yeah, yeah, exactly. Does this movie? Um, no, well, not. It's just this is a this. movie of a movie. Okay, yes. yeah, it's just for. But this, I mean, it's on a, a studio set, so it could be like just a wall that exists there, break away for some other. Well, they should put a sign on it. Then. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> don't lean. And it's very flimsy. It is. He really, uh, I mean, this is like the, um, like a classic Doug result. I would do some, if there's something awkward that could happen in front of a group of girls, it would be me that does it. This would be it. Yeah. So this is, this is, uh, this is right up my alley. Um, why is the first, the girl in the front there not wearing any sash? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She has no sash. No sash. And I believe she was Miss Asia before. Or we'd have to go back to the other minute. Um, that that does look like the Miss Asia. No, that's her. But she's she's also getting um something. Oh, some kind of touch up. Oh, Miss Miss South America is holding her sash in her hand. Oh, look at that. Yeah, because she she's getting. I just saw the fall again. Yeah, uh, Miss Asia is getting touched up. Some by Miss uh, South by America a is person. holding Miss Asia's sash yes. in her hand. Okay, she all right, I'm, I'm back on board. Look at that. She's getting touch up. She's getting touched up. The girl now. We have Miss Asia's laughing at Ed. Uh, the one on the left, who do we say that was? Miss Australia? She was laughing. She's giggling. Not, no, she did like the hand over the mouth, like surprise thing. So did Miss South America. Miss Asia's not hiding it, though. She's <laughs> directly laughing at poor Ed, who uh, slinks away in shame. Yes. He gets up and just walks away. What does he say? I'm okay. It's beautiful. Beautiful bit <laughs> But why of was Miss North America, who's Christy, wearing a one-piece and these, it seems like everybody else is wearing a bikini. Hmm. So, swimsuit, you can obviously wear any swimsuit, but I think if like everybody was wearing a bikini, I'd want to be in a bikini unless I didn't have the body for it, which I don't, but. I don't <laughs> you don't have a body for a bikini? I mean, don't sell yourself short, Jay. That's right. nice. But anyway, those, that, those are, that's a funny scene. I, I Yeah, I like it. It's a good bit of comedy. Um, and Ed, as not to take a hint from Diana, goes straight to Christie's trailer. But I guess he's still without a phone, though. So if he... You know, you you would probably kind of gravitate towards the one person that you knew 
right. around here, especially after embarrassing yourself like that. Right. But lo and behold, there's two boulders mm-hmm. right next to the trailer. Perfect place to sit, right? Right. I would. I wouldn't. There's no sign on them saying these are props. Don't sit on them. I don't see why you wouldn't. But according to Jay, the golden rule of comedy: funny things must happen in threes. Is it the golden rule of comedy? It's a rule, isn't it? It's some not a rule. A, people die in threes. I know. Yeah, but it's also like the comedy. Oh, interesting. Okay, comedy rule: like funny things happen in threes. So Ed sits on the boulder and naturally breaks right through it, right? Um, because it's a fake prop boulder. But this uh, the the thing, the funniest thing about this one is Ed sits on the boulder. He breaks right through it. He falls down, but he doesn't get up. He just sits there. <laughs> And then, and then this car pulls up, and there he is just sitting in the broken boulder with his legs crossed like as if nothing is going on. <laughs> so he actually has a, a perfect reaction to the last two. Once you fall through the wall, the only thing you can do is get up, you know, mm-hmm. say, I'm good, you know, and walk away. And I think if you sit into a prop and it breaks, but you're still in a seated position at the end of it, I uh-huh. think the only thing you can do is just stay there. Just sit there, yeah. <laughs> he looks quite comfortable. You know what, though? I mean, before he sits down, like when he, he you know, before you go to sit somewhere, you put your hand on it. The boulder moves. So there's no way that you could really – he has to know that this is a fake one. First of all, boulders don't exist right next to trailers like that. A fear, yeah, it's in a parking true. lot. But maybe he, he Maybe he thinks it's a prop, but he thinks it's a prop that can hold his weight. So what would be funnier? Him knowing that it's fake and still falling through it or him thinking it's real and it being fake? Do you would be able to tell it's not a real boulder. So I think it's it's just funny him knowing it's a prop and thinking, man, I can still sit on it and mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. Okay, but he accepts his fate, like you said. He just <laughs> just sits there patiently waiting. Now, one of the, I guess he's a producer. This guy Bud that shows up um, pulls up in this this car. Do you remember? What, I didn't look up what kind of car it is. Probably like a Trans Am or something. I thought it was a Corvette. Oh, is it a Corvette? I don't. I can't tell. With the uh, the headlights that rotate yeah. up from the hood. I don't know. I don't know what this is. I can't really see it that well for some reason. We'll find out. Trans Am probably it looks like a Trans Am. Yeah, it has like T tops. It's usually, no. Oh, this is a toughie. This is a 1984 Chevy Corvette. Oh, I nailed it. You did say Corvette. Wow. Nicely done. I nailed that. Um, but the detail that, that I recognize is the the, the headlights that are yeah. in the hood and they rotate up. Yeah. But you get a like a like just a beautiful shot of them rotating down when he turns the car off. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful about it. Because it, it's it's... It brings you right back to that time. Yeah, it does bring yeah. back that time. Uh, my uncle used to do Corvettes. Did he? Yeah, he was a Corvette guy. He was always had a like Corvette. A, oh, I thought mechanic or just owned them? No, he owned them. He always owned, not that me owned one at a time. My uh, we had my my one uncle had a Corvette. I had an uncle who had a Fiero. Remember the Fiero? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My father had an IROC. Hmm? That was right jersey written yeah. all over it. IROC. I T-tops. I had a dream years ago that. I still had my father's IROC, and I went for a ride in it. I would love to go for a ride in a nice IROC. <laughs> what did you know? With the T-tops off? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm kill for it to go for a drive in an IROC right now. You been having one? <laughs> the oh. T-tops are great because it's like having a convertible, but not really a convertible. Yeah. You just pop the two T-tops. I don't even have a oh. recollection of how long we had the IROC. I never did. Was that a midlife crisis purchase? Yeah, I think. I think. You get an earring? Oh, yeah, we, well, talk, yeah, we same, talked about this. Same week, earring and an IROC. Where did we talk about this? Candy on the red IROC. I know we had it. I'm just wondering how long we had it for. Do you remember you would see cars, you know, brand new cars, like the headlights work perfectly, but 
car that's a few years old that's in like disrepair. One headlight would yeah <laughs> would only rotate or down. It's winking at you. <laughs> yep. We had um my father had a charger, a blue shit, a blue charger, Dodge Charger. Long time when I was a little little kid, and my uncle, my grandfather had a brown charger, and then we had a Toyota, and then an Oldsmobile, and then an IROC, and a Dodge Ram. Then we had two cars. Jesus, well, this is this is we're in the eighties now, and then. Did you ever have a Datsun? A Honda Accord. <laughs> we had a Datsun. Datsun? It was like rust orange color. It was the no, ugliest car. Chevy Chevelle? Nope, nope, nope. Chevette. Chevette. <laughs> Chevette. Chevelle was the, the cool one. Chevette was the piece of garbage family car. Had yeah. one of those. Weird. Yeah, IROC. I would kill to drive an IROC right now. Well, um, I mean, I don't know. Go on Auto Trader. Maybe they're selling one for you. If anybody listening has an IROC and you live near New Jersey and you want to come up here, let me take a ride in it. <laughs> it must have T-tops. <laughs> okay, we have uh, Bud Herman here, who is, like I said, I think he's a producer on this TV show. And he asks Ed what he's doing there. Um, well, the the, uh, the actor here is Paul Mazursky. Not a director. He's an actor. Uh, did lots of TV stuff. Uh, he, I guess the only real notable ones, he was in The History of the World Part 1. Down and Out in Beverly Hills, Scenes from a Mall, Carlito's Way, Bullworth, and Jay, the 2000 classic, I Want Someone to Eat Cheese With. Okay. With you? <laughs> that was... Like uh, I'm lactose intolerant, but I have pills, like a dig. Did you ever hear of that movie? Never. In my, ever. Does that sound like a real movie? No. Apparently it was. Well, you know what? I want to I look this up here. It sounds like what a... The girl in a romantic comedy, the girl who can't find a guy... In the room, because he's always in the room at the comedy, that one friend that can't get any guys, she always gets one at the end. Well, and um, she's lonely, and her friends like asking, like, they're talking about what they want, and the girl's like, I just want a guy I can eat cheese with. <laughs> I don't, you, you might have nailed it. I don't know, but it stars Jeff Garland and, um, what's her name here? Silverman, Sarah Silverman. Okay. It's about a man who has trouble with his job, trouble with women, and uses food to deal with it all. Oh, but it's about the man, not the girl. Oh, I didn't see that. Hmm. Okay. Didn't see that coming. It's uh. So Paul Mazursky is um fourth build in that. So I guess he's got a pretty um. Is he the man? Pretty big. No, I, I guess that's Jeff Garland. Is he the cheese? He might be the cheese. Well, maybe that's a nickname. Maybe they call him the cheese. I want a man to eat the cheese with. I want a man to eat another man with. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna bail out of that yeah, theory right there. Um, Ed says he's waiting for someone and Bud asks if he knows Christy. Now, does Ed seem like a creep here? Ooh, you want to play speculation, with, speculation Jay? with Jay here? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm speculating that Ed has some kind of relationship with Christy, either Christy s- being the actress. Oh, no, Bud. Bud, you mean Bud. Bud, yeah. So Bud either has, what did I say, Ed? Yeah. So Bud, sorry, mm-hmm. Bud has some kind of relationship with Christy, either that's his Girlfriend, his sugar baby, his mistress, mm-hmm. whatever, and he's jealous, thinking that Ed is like having a relationship with her, and he kind of showed up on it. And this guy standing outside, like it would be like you coming home and another man sitting outside your front door, mm. and you being like, you know, can I help you? And be like, no, I'm good. And be like, you know, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm here to meet Lindsay. And you're like, you know, Lindsay. And he's yeah. like, no, we just met. You'd be like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in Hollywood, though, I think he kind of. Thinks of Ed as like a stalker, kind of like hanging out outside her trailer. Not that like he a has, fanboy. yeah, not that he's jealous that Ed might have a relationship with Christy, just like a fanboy that's stalking. Oh, okay, 
That's another. Well, that's why we play. Uh, Speculation, Speculation with Jay. Speculation with Jay. Am yeah. I right? Am I wrong? I might be wrong. I don't, you know, it's never really stated either. So it's kind of just my um, my opinion. Uh, I think, though. But he's not mad enough. Is, is Christy Ed's. Bud. Is Christy, Bud. Jesus Christ. Christy, I think. It's Christy Bud's. Wife, I think. But see, he doesn't act like you'd act if it was his wife. He acts like he would act like if Bud has a wife at home. Christy's like his mistress mm. that he's protective of and jealous of still. Okay. So he thinks someone else is coming to see because he's not if if you pulled up <coughs> and there was a and it was his wife, you'd be more like, Yeah, what are you doing here? Like you'd be more confrontational. Like, what are you doing here? But I he he acts as though like if he found out that Ed was there to bang Christy, that he would be jealous and mm-hmm. mad a little bit, but not when he doesn't really have a leg to stand on because right, he has he's a leg also yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but um, I mean, this could be speculation with Doug and Jay because I don't, I know, I think I don't know if they're married, but they they live together. Yes, okay, I, I do remember because she says it's yeah, Bud's house. The next, yeah, um, do they? Though? Oh, it's your house too. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think they're married? married, but I mean, like Chrissy's quite the pretty girl for a schlub like I Bud. <laughs> well, Bud's a producer she's got money oh, she's famous she's a, so you're telling me that it's unrealistic for a struggling actress to marry a producer and then all of a sudden she's in all these big things maybe she's a successful actress okay still well, banging her way to the top i see your point though uh, just a, a crazy stalker guy yeah um yeah i mean that that's pretty much because you wouldn't bring a, if you were christy and you were dating ed mm-hmm. you're dating bud and you were banging ed you wouldn't have him come to a movie set that your husband or boyfriend was the producer. Right. Okay. Right, so we're going to go. Speculation with Jay is, is one for two. Did one I get one three. right? One for three. This is our third minute. <coughs> All right. Yeah, you got one right. Okay. The lovable loser. You called that a lovable mm. loser? Um, yeah, but that, I mean, um, Ed excuses himself. Uh, nope, nope, nope. You got me doing it. Bud excuses himself and uh, goes to go in the trailer, which ends our minute oh, okay. for today. Ends today's minute. Um, so I guess we can close this out and carry right on, but in the meantime, we are the hosts of a little show called Rocky Minute, where we cover the Rocky movies one minute at a time. We have two full seasons completed. (coughs) We're currently in a hiatus, gearing up for season three, which is our minute-by-minute coverage of Rocky 3. Um, you can go find us on all your social media platforms at Rocky Minute. DuelingGenre.com is our host website. And for this here Into the Night podcast, you can find us on iTunes or Google Play or at the main site, nightminute.com. Okay. Social media is available, Jay, at The King Lives Listener's Limo on Facebook and on Twitter at Night Minute. So uh, go have yourselves a enjoyable Wednesday night and join us here next time on Into the Night Minute. Lift you up and take you into the night. It's never going to get old. Do we thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category.